0: An unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast. I'm tired and angry, but somebody should be. Welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth podcast. Save me a piss. Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of 2020. I hope everyone had a good 2020 Um, today is the actual first of January I'm recording this a little bit late even though this episode is coming out today Um, just some things that I wanted to talk about the 20 things that I learned from 2019 until today we're just gonna go ahead and start with the list number one I have learned that people will treat you how you allow them to. I've had friendships that come and go in and out of my life all of 2019. I wouldn't even consider them friends. They could be acquaintance. So if I keep allowing them to come in and out of my life, that's how I'm telling them to treat me. And that also goes with coworkers, friendships, relationships, family members. If you allow them to disrespect you they will keep doing it and I'm not saying you have to go ahead and just be firm and you know stick up for yourself every time no not at all but when they come back in your life you need to set boundaries explain that that's not a behavior that's accepted Uh, like for example I have a, a friend of mine who we would hang out a couple weeks, and then out of nowhere, he would get in an argument with me, block me for three months, come back in my life, do it again. He's probably done it like three times this whole year. And it got to the point where I literally text them, and I was like, I saw that you blocked me again on Snapchat. You know what? Go ahead and block me on this tech message thread that we have. Like, I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. I'm not going to sit here and make you see where I'm coming from. No, I'm going to let you know that I am observing your fucking actions and your behavior. And I'm not putting up with it, so just remove me completely from your life. And I feel like we should be like that about everything, and that's how we earn self-respect. So, um, that's my number one. Number two would be, no matter what aspect you are in life, you can always meet new people and make new friends. I remember when I got out of a long relationship, I lost all my friends. And I was like, oh my god, like, I'm getting older, who's gonna wanna, like, make new friends with someone who is not already part of their lives? And... I would say in 2019 I made a lot of friends not all are deep good friends like you know a deep bond some of them are acquaintances, but I've met a lot of friends this past year and it made me realize like no matter what sometimes you have to be left alone and be thrown out in the world to start over number three That not everyone is going to be nice to you. People are always going to judge you automatically before getting to know you. And when they misjudge you, you will get that validation when they come to their senses that you're not this person that they made you out to be. You know, I had someone at my work who at first was really mean to me. And I would leave work crying. I mean, I would leave work bawling my eyes out because sometimes it, they would be mean. And I get it. I was a new girl and maybe I wasn't doing it a certain way that they wanted me to. And I respect that. But I actually had a co-worker of mine, which if you're listening, hi. <laughs> she started listening to my podcast and she came up to me out of nowhere. And I'm not going to lie. She was the one that I was very hurt by some of the things that she would say to me um she comes up to me and she goes you know since we all found out about your podcast I started listening to some of your episodes and I have such a respect for you now I like the way you think I like how deep you are like I have like major respect for you and that felt great and it's funny because like this person that kept saying things to hurt me I kept telling my best friend, I'm like, this girl has a strong personality. I was like, but we're going to be friends one day. I just know it. I just have a feeling because she is a lot like my best friend, her personality. So I was like, I just, I don't know. I just feel like we're going to be friends one day. Maybe not today. You might not like me still. I'm going to get into your good side, I guess. I wasn't trying to go out of my way to make this person like me. Like, of course, if they don't like me, they don't like me. But I just knew she was misjudging me. And I just let time go because... A lot of people look at me they're like, "Oh, she's a blonde, she's probably not smart," or so I have to be a total bitch to her. I don't know what it is, but people do misjudge me automatically in the beginning. And then later they'll be like, "I thought you were a bitch and you're not," or "I thought you were like this dumbass blonde, but you're not. You're actually like deep, you're you're smart." And when you get that validation, it feels so fucking good. Like you're like, "Finally, You're seeing me who I am. And we can't help it. We're humans. We all judge the cover of the book before reading the book. Like, it's just automatically. And that's something that I am working on to not do that to people because there is other friends that I've made in 2019 that I automatically judged them. And I was thinking that they were the most cruelest, evilest people ever. And then getting closer to them, I realized that they're really deeply wounded. And that's another thing that I want to bring up with number three is that when people are mean to you or they go out of their way to judge you it's more of a representation of themselves than you it's more about them than it is you so always see it like that and it's hard it's fucking hard when you're like bawling your eyes out but try to see it like that because it's not all about you what's coming out of their mouth it's their own inner demons and along with number three that um everyone's not always honest not everyone is going to be honest, and I'm not saying I'm always honest, like, you know, of course, but not everyone's going to always mean well, so like, always keep that in mind, and I had to learn that a lot in 2019. Number four, you should always, always, always remove anything or anyone that no longer serves you in a positive way, and when I mean by serve, I don't mean, like, serve, like, like they have to, like, do everything for you. No, I mean, like, if you're seeing their intentions, and they're not at all what you are wanting or needing from a friendship or relationship or anything then what's the point of keeping them i mean at one point of 2019 i was dating sort of talking to a certain person and i just felt like we were not on the same mental level like not saying he was dumb i mean i don't know (laughs) but i need someone in a deep intellectual mindset and if they're not on my level I'm always gonna desire that. And I know that within me. So I'm gonna go ahead and remove myself because what's the point of wasting time or wasting feelings, dragging this out when it doesn't need to be? And I think that comes also with the more you get to know yourself. The more you get to know yourself, you get to know what you want, what you don't want, what you tolerate, what you don't tolerate, and remove the things that, that you don't need to be tolerating remove the things that or people that can't give you what you need because what's the point of wasting my time? Which I'm actually going to play a voice memo of an actual conversation of someone that I realized was not on the mental level as I am and I decided to remove myself and it's actually... A conversation that i have with him and i don't even know how i had my phone on me but it started recording a video so i got the audio from it and i actually want you to listen to it but it's going to be at the end of this episode so just keep listening and at the end i'm going to play the voice memo because i want you to hear how i handle that situation number five 99.9999 your gut feeling is always right i don't remember i can be honest with this 100 percent. i don't remember the one time i had a gut feeling and it wasn't true i i mean can anyone say that a gut feeling has directed you in the wrong path because i know it hasn't for me so always go with your gut feeling again i met someone in 2019 And I just, I had this feeling like, I don't know, there's something off about this person. There's just something not right. And then like two, three weeks later, boom, right in my face. Something wasn't right. Always trust it. I mean, and I'm not saying like, as soon as you get a gut feeling, you're like, okay, bye. No, just do your own investigation and make sure that what you're feeling is actually accurate because I'm pretty sure 99.99999% it is. Number six, that not everyone is going to support you, so be your own support system. That was a hard one for me for 2019. I get messages a lot from my listeners saying how proud they are of my story and that they wish they could be like me and not so private, that they wish they can be an open book. I've always been told that was such a negative thing about me. Like, oh, you're too open, you're too bold, you're too, 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 too. And, I always saw it as like a flaw of mine like ugh, I need to not be like this That's just who I am and whoever doesn't like it. You know what they can do they can sit on it and rotate one of the things that was hard for me was I don't get a lot of support from my family for my dreams or they don't really understand it as in a deep passionate level as I do and that's okay but that was hard because it's my family and I want them to be proud of me and I want them to like be excited with me about what I'm excited about but you guys messaging me or emailing me or DMing me that my story has changed your life or that Thank you so much for what I'm doing. You guys are my support system and that is what keeps me going. And just because family or friends or certain people in your life that mean a lot to you don't support you doesn't mean that other people can't support you. And then at the end of all that, the reason why I keep going is because I believe in myself. So I support myself and that was a hard lesson for me. But at the end of the day, all I have is me. So if I don't believe in what I do or I don't believe in what I want or what I'm passionate about, then who else is going to? Number seven, that just because he seems like a well-mannered gentleman does not mean he's not a fuckboy. I had to learn this in 2019. I really liked this one guy and he was like just a very upstand gentleman i mean even to this day when i see him out i look at him and i'm like dang anyone can look at this guy and be like he looks so respectful he looks sophisticated he looks like a businessman so attractive but so polite and so well-mannered yet he was a whore yet he wasn't thinking about anyone else but himself he was lying he was just being this ugly person inside and sometimes people put an image out there that looks great from the outside but they're really ugly in the inside and i'm so glad that i got to see those true colors when i did so always keep that in mind that not everyone this is as good as they look from the outside as they are in the inside because a very Beautiful woman can be really ugly inside or a not attractive woman can be actually beautiful inside So it, and it's hard because we're naturally like are like that. We just automatically assume. Oh, well, they look like this So that's who they are. No, that's not true. Number eight don't believe that someone's life is as perfect or as happy as it seems on social media. I saw a meme or a quote the other day and it said, Don't believe what everyone posts to be like online are actually who they are, which is true. I see people posting pictures of their happy family, oh, bragging about what they did for New Year's and they fell asleep in each other's arms and da 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 da. And I know that their marriage is about to fail. Like, it's hard when you see something that's really hurtful online from someone you care or someone in your past. And you're like, wow, they seem so happy. I've gotten to a point now where I automatically, I'm like, nope. Because I used to be that person that I would post things that like, oh, look at me. My great relationship with my family and my house and da, da, da. Yet, I was crying, arguing having horrible arguments and phases in my life, but no one saw that because guess what? No one's posting on Facebook when they're crying their eyes out in their bathroom. I mean, I probably would because I'm unfiltered, but I, w- I didn't years ago. I, w- I would've I would never done that years ago. So no, at one point I wouldn't be transparent like I am now. And I actually get a lot of shit for that. Uh, people who's known me in the past that don't know the, the new version of me, they're like, oh, you think being real, that's not being real. Like, like, I actually had my ex, Jasper, write me an email about a month ago, and he goes, oh, you are pathetic. You were never worth wasting another second over it. Obviously, you are a waste. Ha ha. Get it? And then he said, maybe you should share some real-life stories, like how you're delusional and can't have friends of the opposite sex because you fuck them. Don't have girlfriends for longer than a couple of years because they can't be around you. Share some real, in caps, life stories, LOL. And that, for one, hurt me because he's making fun of my story. He's making fun of my podcast. But for two, I came back to analyze this email from him. I was like, wait, I can't have friends of the opposite sex because I fucked them. Oh, he's referring to episode one. Ha, at least I'm honest that I tried to be friends with a man And we ended up being more than just friends. I mean, if I can be honest and put my first episode out stating that I tried to be friends with the opposite sex and because attraction was there and our sexual orientation was favorable and I ended up physically attracted to him and ended up sleeping with him. I am human and does not mean that every man that I'm friends with that I sleep with. And another thing is, if I wasn't single and if I wasn't able to do whatever the fuck I wanted to, then you can't say a word because guess what? I am single and I can do whatever the fuck I want. And if I'm single because I was left with no option and you gave me that choice, then you have not one word to say to me about what I do with me. All right, next. Number nine, that sometimes a bitch snaps. Speaking of feeling feisty right now from just remembering that. Number nine, that sometimes a bitch just fucking snaps. If you guys follow my Instagram, you can see that I was dating this guy over the summer and he owed me money and broke up with me. And I was like, you're not going to owe me money and break up with me. And I kept asking him to pay me back. And I kept asking him to pay me back. And he never did. And he thought it was funny to send me $1 a day on Cash App. Well, let's just say that he got his karma. There's a video on my Instagram if you want to see it. So sometimes a bitch fucking snaps. I can be so much grounded. And I can be so respectful. Because I do understand that not everyone deserves a reaction or not everyone should receive a reaction because they're hurting me. I don't need to react every time somebody hurts me and I understand that, but if you keep doing it and you keep doing it, it's like you're playing with fire with me. Keep doing it and watch what I do. First time, Okay, I'll let it slide. Second time, I'm not gonna give you the reaction because you're not worth me getting this upset. But if you keep pecking at me, I'm going to fucking snap. Sometimes a bitch snaps. Number 10, that no matter what you think of the outcome of a relationship, they always come back. I can put this hands down, this is so true. Every man that I've ever dated, every man that I've been married to, engaged, had a three, four months relationship, whatever you want to call it, has always come back. I've had my ex-husband, who cheated on me two months in our marriage, came back. It took a couple years. Wanted to see if we could work it out. Are you serious? We got divorced cuz you're a cheating whore Why would you think that I would give you a second chance four years later? Yeah? He wasn't the smartest person and anyways, but him my ex fiance Um the guy that I dated over the summer that I just talked about when a bitch snaps to this day He is telling me that he still has feelings for me. And I'm like, oh, that's right, because I don't give a fuck. They always come back when you don't give a fuck. Why? Because we pull our energy away from them, and they fucking feel it. So, yeah, people start giving a fuck when you stop. That's just the way it is. I don't know why. I don't know why it's like that, but it's true. Number 11, that just because you used to love someone does not mean they're actually a good person. What makes a monster not a monster loving one i'm gonna leave that there i'm not getting into details number 12 that your biggest hater is your biggest observer so consider yourself a fan starting this podcast i've had people who can't stand me start following my instagram on my for my podcast are subscribed to my podcast, which, no, I cannot see anyone that's subscribed on iTunes or on Spotify or on Pandora. I cannot see my subscribers. I can't. But... When I'm hearing from other people that they listen to my stuff, kind of like my ex when he's referring to episode one, if you're listening to my podcast but you are a hater or you can't stand me, then you are a fan. But like I always say, a game listener is a listener and it's somebody that I would never think will listen to my podcast is listening to it. So thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Number 13, not everyone's going to love like you love. Time always exposes what you mean to someone. Someone can say, I would never do that to you. I would never replace you. I would never hurt you like that. I would never publicly do something that I know would hurt you and then they do it time always exposes what you mean to someone and i think that's the part that hurts the most it's not the relationship or the bond or the friendship you had with them it's the fact that they told you they would never do those things and then they do it and that that took some time for it to sneak out and come to the surface so not everyone loves like you and not everyone means well just because you mean well for them number fourteen the truth always comes out. I always say this to people. For years, I've been telling friends, relationships, whatever you wanna call it, just relationships in general, with whether they're just friendships or or actual love relationships, I've always said, don't lie to me because the truth always comes out. And it does. And it always comes out. Maybe not the moment that you would really like it to come out. But then later you look back and you're like, wow, that truth came out, didn't it? How does that make you feel being untrustworthy? That the truth came out and you are not at all what you say you are. I would rather be transparent and authentically myself. I don't care how annoying I am that I am an open book, that I tell people way too much i don't care i would rather be that than be fake than a person that wears a mask a person that can be someone in this aspect of their life act like someone totally different and totally keep their past life a secret (laughs) i don't wear masks well number 15 that i will never ever 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 stay silent for you to be comfortable i've been situations where i was belittled because of the people in their life okay for example people that i care about have people that they care about in their lives i can give two shits about them but because this person means a lot to me i'm going to care with what they care about and i've let those people that care for the person that i'm in love with or i'm with belittle me shame me And I would just put my head down and let them treat me like shit because I thought that in time this person would see their true colors and I would hush myself. I will never ever dim my light for anyone. I don't care because guess what? If you truly care for me like I care for you, you would not allow that to happen. If I'm a big priority in your life like you say I am, then you will not let anyone disrespect me just like I would not let anyone disrespect you. I will never, ever stay silent for you to be comfortable. Never. That's a hard one. Number 16, that your biggest pain will be your biggest success in your life. It will even be your biggest passion in your life. If you believe you can achieve what you put your mind to, you will. And I know that's so cliche like, oh, if you believe what you believe, you can get it. It's true. If you are passionate about an idea, a goal, a dream, a a way of life, then it's going to happen. And you know why? Because you are so driven to getting that goal that you won't stop. And that passion is just like fire. It's just always going to burn desire to keep you going. And you know when you stop that desire, when you finally reach your goal and you're like, here I am. I did what I said I wanted to do. And I did it because I didn't need anyone to motivate me because I motivated myself. That's fucking passion. Look it up in the dictionary. Passion. What does passion mean? That's how you need to live about what you want out of your life. Because when you're at a job or you're at an area in your life that you're not motivated by, what happens? You give up. You get lazy. You're like, what's the point? Passion will never let you give up. So Always take that with you. I learned that one and I will always live by that. Number 17, at the end of the day, I just wanna make myself proud. At the end of the day, of course, everyone wants to make their family happy, make them, you know, proud of them. I don't need anybody's approval. I don't need anyone's validation. At the end of the day, I want to make myself proud. I want to look back on my deathbed and look back and not regret anything. Was it fucking hard? Yes, is it going to be hard? Yes. Am I going to talk about all this like empowerment shit and then two days later have a fall down and, and cry about something that I'm emotional about? Yeah. But guess what? I get myself back up. And like Cardi B says, fall down nine times, but I get up 10. Fall nine times, but I get up 10. I will always get back up. Because like I said, at the end of the day, all I have is myself. And if I have passion, I'm going to get the fuck up. Number 18, that people who hurt are hurt people. If any of you guys actually recently watched my YouTube video that, um, I I have a marketing company that does my YouTube videos and, um, there's a lot of, uh, very private, uh, videos of, um, my personal life in these videos. So check it out. It's a YouTube, my only truth podcast, youtube.com slash my only truth podcast, um, there's one audio that I, I'm, I'm speaking to my best friend, and then it's like the worst time of my life. It's my red hair phase in 2017. And I said, because hurt people hurt people. And that's true. Kind of like with number one of this lessons that I've learned. Hurt people hurt people. And some people will say the meanest things to you. And like I said on number one, it's a reflection of them. So when my ex emailed me that email... About how I need to share my real stories and I need to share everyone how I'm delusional and how I'm this and that. That is a reflection of how insecure he is because he wishes that he could be real. A lot of people tell me, I wish I could be as real and as unfiltered as you. I wish I can not give a fuck about what other think. I care what people think. I care about what people think, but only the people that are very valuable to me. Now... Everybody else, I don't give a crap what image you think I have. I don't need you to think that I have a million dollars in my bank account. I don't need you to think that I wear the best of the best. I don't need you to think that my life is perfect. Why? Because I'm real. And I think real is what's relatable. And I think I'd rather be liked for being real and people knowing who I am than to be liked for something that I know I'm not. And when people say mean things to you and they're throwing your success... In your business in your face it's a reflection of something that they're insecure about which is their authentic self something that they need to work on so always remember that and it's hard because it's fucking hurtful it hurts when people say things that knock you down about what you're passionate about i feel for them number 19 that my anger has always been a reflection of how hurt i am and sometimes people won't understand that Anytime that I've reacted in a horrible way, I mean, back in the day when I was younger, I would post stuff on Facebook and call somebody out because I wanted everyone to see their true colors. And I ended up looking more of an ass than what I was meant to do. That was never me being vindictive. That was never me being evil to that person. That was my reflection of how hurt I was. Again, like what I've been talking about for number one and for number 18. Hurt people hurt people. And... My anger has always been a reflection of how hurt I am. I've never been angry because I mean evil. Um, Any of the times that I've ever lashed out on my best friend, I did and said some evil things to her, but it was because of how hurt I was. It's not always like I wished the worst for you, no. It was me being hurt and that's how I retaliated with reacting to the hurt. Which brings me to number 20. And the hardest lesson that I had to learn in 2019 the hardest hardest lesson that I still have to make sure that I keep my mouth shut and not do <laughs> it's a struggle and it's something that you have to deal with every day to not do it but my hardest lesson of 2019 that I learned is having to not react when people are hateful or are trying to hurt me so when I got that email from my ex When I have people judging me and thinking I'm dumb or thinking that I need to be this way, this way, and say hurtful things, I need to shut my mouth, control my emotions, because in my head, I'm killing you with my mind, but I'm not going to react because what does that say about me if I act just like you? What does that say about me if I end up responding back to your hateful words with hate? It means I'm on your level. And it's not about being the better man and the bigger man. It's, you want to be hateful? You want to hurt me? Well, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to be hateful. Because that's how the cycle of hate is. That's how the cycle of hate continues. You spit out fire. They spit out fire. You spit out fire. At the end, you both are the victim in your own minds. But if I let you lash me out, say things that you know hurt me, You have to live with that, not me. You're gonna have to live with that guilt, not me. Because if I demand respect, how can I demand respect if I'm gonna be disrespectful? And that's hard for me, that's so hard for me because I react with my emotions so much. So when I get a mean, hateful message, and a lot of them are my acts, I see that as, God, what are you going through right now that you feel like you have to be this hateful towards me? You want to hurt me more. That's how I'm trying to see it. What can you possibly be going through to try to hurt someone that you've hurt so much and you just want to dig that knife deeper? It's not about me. It's a reflection of them. And that's what the whole message of this episode is. It's the reflection of people who are hurtful or hateful. It's a reflection of who they are and what they're going through. It has nothing to do with who they're being hateful towards. It really doesn't. You could put that in the category of bullying too it's all about what they're insecure about what they're going through it has nothing to do with you you're just an easy target because they know i'll hurt you but stop reacting and that's so hard for me because you know how many times i've been at work and people are just so mean and i would like to punch someone on the throat but i'm trying to be a better version of myself and I can't be a better version of myself acting like I would have a year or two ago. So yeah, this is everything that I've learned in 2019. I mean, I can make list and list of what I've learned the past five years, the past decade. I mean, I would say 2018 was probably the year that I learned the most. Uh, 2017 was crushing. Um, but like that quote that there is out there. 2017 changed me. 2018 broke me. 2019 opened my eyes. In 2020, I'm coming back. But I'm not just coming back. I'm coming back a whole upgraded version of myself. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. Make 2020 the year of you. Thank you guys. And here's the clip that I was referring to earlier on how I handle the situation to remove something that no longer serves me. I'm wrong. (laughs) You <laughs> said I was wrong. Every time we argue, you say this. Guess I'm wrong. Okay, I'm sorry. Just you just agree to disagree is what you're doing. No, I just said I was wrong. And I'll leave you alone if that's what you want. I want you to leave me alone. you damn right. Okay. That's not fucking feelings. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's not feelings. It's not sex either. I don't know what it is. I just said yes. Shane, well, when was the last time you saw me? Alright, whatever. For real dude, like you play games, like oh, let me run away so you can chase me, because you are used to, no offense. You're used to hanging out with girls because you think you're hot about. shit. You and I'm not talking? gonna chase you. I'm that not. Be- great hanging out with you. I really liked you, I really fucking am attracted to you. Everything was great, but I'm not interested. Please leave me alone. Really? Yeah. Really what you want. Yes the I've again an unfiltered, uncensored raw storytelling podcast. I'm tired and angry but somebody should be Welcome to another episode of my ugly truth podcast. Save me a prayers